Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Halipoli's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. It's winter here in New Zealand. It's a very mild winter in the Northland with warm days and cold nights. And I have had to do more paperwork in the recent past than I could ever have imagined. But it's helped me to practice acceptance and to clear resistance to things that I don't like. You know, when I put up resistance, there's always fear behind it. Fear that it's going to take me away from the work that I love, or fear that it's going to take more money, or whatever, whatever. It's a great opportunity to clean up the clutter in the mind and the beliefs behind it. So the practice of saucha, or what's defined as purity and cleanliness, has been a really good one for me this month. In the first part of this year, we've been talking about Patanjali's yamas, the ethical principles that guide the ways that we relate to ourselves and to others. And now we'll begin to reflect on the niyamas. The niyamas are observances. They're positive, constructive ways of going about our lives. Saucha is the first of the niyamas, and it affects every aspect of our living. I like to look at Socha in light of the mahagunas of tamas, rajas, and sattva. So tamas can be thought of as inertia, rajas as activity that leads to disturbance or it can lead to balance, and sattva as harmony in the light of our consciousness. So Socha is generally defined as cleanliness and purity of the body and mind. And I like to think of this in terms of sattva. How can I clean things up to live in harmony? Many times this word can be interpreted as needing to be perfect or that there's something inherently wrong with us. And this isn't the case. Yoga, remember, is the union of body, mind, and spirit, which brings us to the expression of our true self in life. My cleanliness and purity affects and is reflected in my thoughts, words, and actions. They can be sattvic or rajasic or tamasic, depending on how I practice socha. So we often begin the practice of socha by looking at what happens on the outside, remembering that it's only a reflection of what's happening on the inside. So we can start by looking at it from the outside and then go to the inside. From the standpoint of Ayurveda and yoga, our dinacharya, our daily routine, makes a difference in how we feel. And including in that the care of our five sense organs is a great place to start. So upon rising, you want to rinse your mouth with a little warm water, then drink some warm water and gargle to clear up any excess kapha that may have accumulated overnight in the throat. And clean your tongue and your teeth, just scraping the tongue seven times back to front. Learn to look at your tongue and how it changes. What does it look like in the morning and how is it different in the evening? And how does that relate to how you feel and what you ate and what you did throughout the day? And then we can start to see, you know, what has a negative effect. If my tongue has a heavy white coating on it, then I know that things are not digesting very well. That's um. Some rose water in the eyes can feel great. A drop of sesame oil in each ear to keep things lubricated. The 
practice of neti with warm salt water to keep the sinuses clean and a couple of drops of nasya oil into the nostrils to keep them lubricated or a little ghee in the nostrils works well also, especially for someone who has high pitta. And it also supports mental clarity. Oiling your body with an herbal medicinal oil or what's called a bhyanga in a pattern for calming vata dosha is another great step. Doing it before bathing and then sitting for your pranayama and meditation. So some breathing practices that are, ideally they are specific for you. And it's the pranayama and meditation that brings us inside to clean up our internal world. All of these steps can have a cleansing and purifying effect. And then asana or yoga postures is another practice that when it's approached in a sattvic manner, it will support purification of the body, mind, and spirit. And of course, keeping your home and work environment and anywhere else you spend time, such as your car, keeping it well organized and clean will help you feel good and enjoy yourself more easily. So the practice of cleaning and reorganizing is part of the practice of socha. But I'm not suggesting to let it become trashed so that you can then clean it up. This would be tamasic because it would mean that you'd spend quite a bit of time living in a cluttered, dull, or dirty environment. At Halipule, we have a regular cleaning schedule so that we commit to it every week, no matter what, that we get to enjoy clean, well-organized surroundings. We can think about the yamas in the practice of saucha as well. Considering what you truly need in life, what brings you joy and perhaps letting go of the rest of it. And this is the practice of aparigraha or non-hoarding. So keeping only the possessions that are meaningful simplifies and it also will beautify the environment. And when we don't spend our time shuffling too much stuff around or trying to keep it organized, we're practicing asteya or non-stealing. We're not stealing time by having to care for stuff we don't really need or even enjoy. Keeping our external environment clean and organized, it supports the internal environment so that we can move towards sattva, balance and harmony, and the light of our consciousness. It takes the practices of self-awareness to clean up the places where our thinking is maybe a little stinky. The willingness to observe with neutrality by learning to bring our attention into the center of the head, that's what helped me develop some greater self-awareness. Then I could have the choice to either participate in that stinky thinking or to turn away from it. And I learned to turn away from it, to have a laugh at myself often, and then just move on. Since we take care of the five sense organs, we also need to take care of the five senses. Sight, taste, touch, smell, and our hearing. Everything we expose ourselves to, movies, the media, music, gossip. In Ayurveda, we call them the avenues of consciousness. Everything has an effect on what we're carrying around energetically, what moves through our mind and body and affects our, our relationship with our eternal self, our spiritual self. When we keep the body and the mind cleaned and well-organized, it's a way of practicing ahimsa, respect and consideration for our spiritual self. 
in order to live in joy and peace, we need to have that in our relationship with ourselves, with our mind, our body, and our spirit. How we deal with our emotions is notably affected by how we care for our senses. And this is what will promote clean, healthy relationships with others. Of course, in Ayurveda, beyond our daily practices, there are the classical treatments of panchakarma and dosha balancing that encourage a detoxification of the body, the mind, and the spirit. The idea of cleansing is quite fashionable today, and it's often overdone or ineffective in its approach, sometimes harmful. Panchakarma is tailored to the individual's needs at a particular time. And when it's approached in its authentic manner, then it is the ultimate in the practice of socha. The steps of the process open up our cells in such a manner that it promotes the flow of prana where it's been blocked. And it corrects the ability of the body and the mind to process life such that our spiritual connection is cleaned up and it's then available to us. It isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, and it really can be harmful if it's not done properly. So be sure you understand what it should be, and then it's a most incredible gift to, to ourselves. We can also practice Saucha with our energy using the intuitive energy practice. It's a simple set of tools to consciously run energy to care for our aura, the energetic bubble around the physical body. And in this practice, you learn to allow your energy to flow naturally by letting go of old pictures or old impressions or ideas using a neutral symbol of a rose. It's a way of cleansing the energy field on a daily basis. And doing this helps us be able to see our part in our relationships and with everything around us. Then we can take steps to clean up the clutter in our relationships. And that feels really good. Keeping our relationships clean and clear, it reduces the wear and tear on the tissues of the body. And it is possible with using these tools. So let's do a little meditation just to establish a relationship bubble to interact with others. It helps us be able to keep things clean. So if I have my aura and someone else has their aura, or it could be even an organization or an animal, without the relationship bubble or a third entity that is the relationship, then it's easy to get caught up in unclean motives, in manipulation and control, and it happens without realizing it, whether it's yours or someone else's. Now, these tools don't have to just be used in meditation, but it's the best way to get started. So let's do a short meditation to establish and clean up a relationship bubble. So sit with your spine upright. You could do this laying down as long as you don't feel like you'll go to sleep. Come into the center of your head. Find the center of your head by drawing a line between the eyebrows straight back, tops of the ears straight across, and where those two lines cross is the center of your head. And now just imagine a grounding cord from the base of your spine to the center of the planet, and you can make it as wide as your hips if you'd like. Hook it into the center of the planet, turn it on release. Just imagine like a light switch. Flip it on, 
And just be in the mode of grounding, being in your body, and in the mode of letting go of anything that you're ready to let go of. From near the center of the planet, bring earth energy up through the bottoms of your feet, through your knees, through your hips, and down your grounding cord, creating a connection with the earth. And then reach way out into the cosmos. Bring bright, sparkling cosmic energy in through the top of your head, down the backside of the spine to the base of the spine. Pick up about 10% earth energy and bring this mixture of cosmic and earth energy back up the front side through each of the main chakras and let it pour out through the top of your head, filling up your aura. So this is you running your energy. This is when we feel good in our body. You're creating your aura by running your energy, by allowing this prana to flow. Now, with your attention at the center of the head, I'd like you just to imagine out in front of you another aura. And this is the aura of a relationship. So it could be a relationship that you find challenging, or it could be one that you'd really just like to improve. Once you've established that, just imagine it. If you don't see anything, it's okay. Just imagine it out there, outside of your aura, out in front of you. And imagine that aura now, and you put your energy there that you're willing to offer into that relationship. And then you can invite that person or, or animal or whatever to put their energy into that relationship bubble as well. And the idea is that they put that energy there and not in your space. And you do the same. You put your energy into the relationship and not into that other person's energy field or aura. So now you have the energy there in that relationship bubble. Give the relationship bubble a grounding cord to the center of the planet and release out of that relationship Everybody's fear, any anger, any energy of misunderstanding, control, manipulation. And then imagine over that relationship bubble, a gold sun, big gold sun. And put in there whatever you'd like to bring into that relationship. Maybe it's maybe honesty and clarity, maybe some playfulness. And then pop a hole in the gold sun and bring that gold sun right into the relationship bubble. And fill it up completely. And now let's do the same thing for yourself. So in the center of your head, you can just let that relationship bubble be out there. Imagine over your head a big gold sun. And let's put in there the energy of peace and clarity and gentleness, self-love and love of the divine, and anything else you'd like to put in there. Pop a hole in the gold sun and allow bright gold, high vibration energy to pour in. 
through the top of your head, let it fill up all of your physical body, all the way down through the tips of your fingers and toes, filling up your grounding cord and then filling your aura. And then as you're ready, you can open the eyes. But just remember that you can do this even with your eyes open. So the practice of saucha involves satya, honesty in our interactions, in order to keep our relationships clean and clear. And this is really when love can emanate from us. The practice of saucha allows the processes of life to take place within us. Caring for our five senses and the sense organs allows the digestive process to take place such that our ojas, which is our vitality, our immunity, and our blissfulness, so that ojas can be produced and utilized in our living. When ojas is present and available, we're more able to practice socha and the other yamas and niyamas. It's really a beautiful web of life and a beautiful way to live. Thanks for listening in. As a reminder, we offer in-depth practical training and transformative treatments in Ayurveda and yoga that can guide you along your journey in vibrant living. We're in New Zealand now. We also offer clinical, professional, and personal mentoring as well as Ayurvedic health consultations. If you're ready to take the next step, visit halepule.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.